Hello everyone, Karen Glasser here and welcome to Minding Your Mental Health. I'm here with my son and co-host Rob Glasser. Hello Rob. Hello. <laughs> we talk about the topics that shape mental health today. We teach the importance of inclusion and show why we should be kind. So whether you're here live or on replay, let us know where you are tuning in from below. Today is a really great topic and it's called the importance of now. So let's just jump in. Why is this also known as living in the moment, right? Living in the moment. Absolutely. So let's just kick it off. Why do we need to live in the now? So this is my favorite topic, I think, so far that we've done. Um, uh, Because this is something that I do regularly, as you know, and everybody around me does. Uh, The importance of now. So why do we need to live in the now? Well, I think we should start off with a with a famous author that people might have heard of, a man named Eckhart Tolle, who's been doing this for decades now, I believe. And I want to start with a quote that I found. Uh, He said, realize deeply that the present moment is all you have. Make the now the primary focus of your life. And you and I both agreed when I sent this to you that this pretty much sums up the entire show. So that was a great show. Bye, guys. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so looking at his thought process to explain what he meant, he looks at the consciousness, which is the how your brain works, basically. Right. Um, he uses the word spiritual awakening, which is something we've, we talked about yesterday. Um, but really, he wants us to get away from the ego and more on the... Uh, understanding mind, you know, and a lot of a lot of quotes talk about that. The ego is bad. Right. The the understanding yourself is good. Right. So why do we want to live in the now? Well, as he said, make it your primary focus. Focus on what's important, and that I think is why we want to do it because right. we should, if we you know more or less want to be healthy, stable people. Right. Um, we want to focus on what you're doing. Uh, at the moment, whether it's us doing this video and us focusing very well on, you know, doing this video, or maybe it's a few minutes from now, like, you know, deciding what we're going to do for exercise over here or deciting. Um, great comment. Wait a second. Actually, I, got, I got sidetracked because I saw that quote. So Mark, it's great it. comment. Thank you. Yesterday is, is a canceled check and tomorrow <laughs> is a promissory note. Today is That's the day. That's hilarious. I like that. Amen. That is awesome. Thanks for your participation, Mark. That was great. So off of that, actually, because the next part I, I wrote down was why, you know, why worry, why worry about the past and the future? We don't have to. And he, he nailed it right there. What you did before is great and it shapes you. What you're going to do is great right. because it's a goal. But what you're doing now is the precise importance of anything. Right. And again, it's funny because it sounds like we're saying, oh, well, don't worry about your future goals. No, we're not saying that. Not at all. But if you're too busy, I think it's a, it might be an Einstein quote. If you're too busy focusing on the thing, you're, you're going to be missing out on everything you're doing. It's kind of one of those life quotes, right? Like those who... Well, I, oh no, Alan Saunders, I think it was, said something like, "If you're too focused on the future, you've done, you're done living." Some, something of that sort. Right. Um. So that I mean, that's what I think. I don't, I don't know what you think, but that's why I think we we need to be here, moment to moment. I call it moment to moment, personally. Right. But that's what and we have to be. Health, and with mental health, I think that's such a huge thing. I mean, I suffer from anxiety. And one of the things that I suffer from anxiety with is worrying about what's going to happen in the future. 
I'm constantly <laughs> right thinking about well the what ifs and and what if this happens and I'm I'm constantly at the same time okay well we don't know what's going to happen so I need to live right. right now and I think that people who suffer with anxiety that is probably a very huge part of it if you're tuning in right now and you're saying oh yeah oh yeah I'm constantly worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day and constantly having to remind yourself, really, you have no control over what's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> well, there's actually I have a thing because we talk about this off and on air. Right. The one reason why I limit what I do or as far as my social media is, is I don't want to hear and see all that. I don't want to right. deal with that. Yes, there's a lot of things going on that are big. You know, when Queen Elizabeth passed away, that was a big story. I, you know, I understand that those are things that are historical that are going to be going right. down. But I limit what I do, whether it's watching a video on YouTube or going on my Twitter, right. because there's too much of people going, what if, oh no, uh-oh, oh, uh, uh. Right. And I try to just look at, you know, happy dog videos or happy cat videos, because that, you know, that that's what brings you the now. That's what gives right. you the thing. So when you were talking about too much of wondering what's going to happen, that's why I stopped doing social media, because it caused too much what if. And exactly. And, and I, and again, I don't think I'm alone with this. I don't think you're alone with this. I am oh, sure that a lot not. of, they, we worry because I think we're, we're humans and we worry about things like that. And if we could stop worrying just for a minute, and I think that's where meditation comes in, that's where journaling comes in, that's where self-care comes in so that you can get away from the what ifs and, oh my God, my past is defining me. All of those kind of messages, right? Well, and actually, when I uh, when I was getting ready earlier, I thought I think the worry of future and past is psychological for the human mind. Obviously, right. you know, our ancestors like Neanderthals, they always had to look behind their back to make sure you know they weren't eaten by a giant animal, right? So I think as humans, like you just said, it's always it's ingrained and it's right. from the past. Right. We now have to figure out a way to forget about it because, you know, we're not in that situation. We're in a different situation. Well, I mean, I guess some, you can say the, the era we're in might be safety prone as well. Right. But generally, if you spend more time doing what you're doing and not really concerning, I mean, even before we got here, we talked about me going out again, you know, it's kind of right. one of those, sure, I'll get there, I'll do it, but I'm kind of going to do what I'm doing right now. And right. then I'll kind exactly. of evolve to that evolve into it if you're tuning in guys how do you deal with stuff like this if you are um living in the now and all of a sudden you're thinking about you know the what ifs what do you do we, we're curious what you do put it in the comments because we want to let you know what we do um and maybe yes. maybe there's a, a tie-in there so um Rob, let's talk a little bit about ways to stay present, because I think that that is probably one of the hardest things to do, especially in this day and age, staying present when we have so much noise around us, right? You said social media and the television and the I was going to say the radio, but do we have radios? Yes, we do in our cars. In the car, I guess. In the car. But there's so much noise out there. So what do we do to stay present? What do you do? Let's. So let's this one actually that. brought me back to our routine video and the right. importance of kind of doing what you're doing to make you feel good. And one of the first things I wrote down that I do all the time here is exercise. Yep. Um, and you're probably thinking, well, how is that the now? Well, it may not necessarily be obvious to the now, but it's keeping you it's keeping you focused on doing something. So like I do every morning when we wake up, we do morning exercise every afternoon. We do it there by the end of the night, we might do some stretching. Right. 
What does that do for us? Well, obviously for our physical health, great. For our emotional health, great. But it also keeps you, have, it's the habit. It keeps you in the present right. doing it. You go, oh, it's time. Right. We got to do the exercise. You have the yoga mat. A lot of people will do that. Uh, Pilates. I walk um, my even, dog. I walk my exactly, dog. Exactly. Walking the dog. Uh, people who swim in the pool, they'll do laps. Uh, I know you got you know tennis courts by you, people who play tennis or golf. So exercise keeps you present because it, it's almost like part of your job. It's something you got to do because you want to do it, but it keeps you in the now as opposed to worrying about the later. The next one up, we talk about it all the time ad nauseum here, meditating, right. whether it's with an app, whether it's by yourself, whether it's two people sitting together, just having a chat, a moment, having a, a pleasant conversation, keeping your mind mindfulness, keeping your mind open, right, keeps right. you in the now. You can do a walking meditation. And I often will do that. I, I Again, I'm, I'm an overachiever, so I want to walk my dog and do something else at the same time. But I, I'm kidding, but I'm not. I mean, the dog is obviously in its own little world, you know, snipping and whatever. And I'm actually in my own little world as well, just being in the now. So I, it's actually like a walking meditation. I, I, I breathe deeply. I look at the flowers and the trees and the birds mm -hmm. and I listen. And so that it's a walking meditation. So it doesn't just have to be sitting there and umming, you know, um, you don't have to do that. Uh, if you want to do that, go ahead. But you, you know, walking is my kind of meditation. How, you do um, YouTube meditations, right? Yeah. So we'll do guided. Uh, but I was going to say, I think one of the best kind of meditative is when, you know, Krista and I have conversations and just kind of sit right. and chat because that really makes you in the present because you right. literally have to talk about what, what you're doing or what you did right. that day. Right. So like you said, meditation can be anything from moving to watching to listening or right. just quiet. You want to look out the window for 10 minutes? Go for it, you know? That's meditating. Now, the next one here I have, I think, is up your alley. I know you do it all the time. <laughs> um, journaling. Yep. And similar to meditation, it's just a habit. And again, you'll notice when we get to question number three, this is all going to be kind of a habit-forming video. But journaling, just like meditation, is something you, you make yourself do. And then at some point, you just do it. And what is journaling good for? Now, this is kind of, kind of counterintuitive, right? Because you're going to go backwards to read. Right. But while you're writing or drawing or listing, whatever it is, you are realizing what you're going to do, right. what maybe you don't want to do anymore, what maybe you, you are going to do. So while journaling is great to go back and relive, and we yeah. talked about the, you know, the memories the other day, um, journaling is great to get your thoughts out, especially, I mean, my ADD brain starts talking before I do, so I just spurt <laughs> out things that... I don't even know what I just said. I'm like, what the hell did I just say? So writing, whether right. it's journaling like this, or as we talked about, just on a piece of paper, on a three ring binder, whatever it is, writing down something keeps you grounded. I think that's a word my therapist has used. Keeps you grounded right. in right in life, right? Um, now, I and, know like you put the link up, so I know gonna, we have some of them. Yeah, we've got lots of them here. And I think the point is, and I, Rob, you've said this multiple times, as have I, it's not a matter of what you journal in. It's a matter of do you want to journal? And I know that back in the day when, when I was told, you know, you really should journal. And I, I used to say, I don't know how to write. I, how am I, I don't even know what to say. And I think a lot of us get caught up in that as 
well, what are we supposed to say? And sometimes- I just thought it sounded too much like school. Like I don't exactly, want to write anymore. And, I already wrote, you know? And, and the thing is, is in the beginning, all I did was just write three things that I was grateful for because I didn't know what to write. And that get, caused so much anxiety that it was like, okay, well, this is counterintuitive. How am I supposed to like let my anxiety go if that's making me anxious? So for everyone that's sitting there going, oh, great, another journal. I'm supposed to write something. No, you're not supposed to write anything. And in fact, go Google journal prompts. It's amazing what's out there. You know, make a list of 10 things that you like to do. So we put up some of these cool things that we put a link um, in Amazon for these journals. These are some of... Some of the ones that we picked out, we thought they were kind of cool. This is a self-care one. Rob, do you know anything about this one? It says a day and night reflection journal. Uh, just one of the few ones that I came across that were kind of, you know, more in tune to somebody who may be writing down thoughts and feelings, uh, maybe upcoming events. Um, they're all, all the ones I found kind of do the same thing, but, you know, some of them like this self-care or like this one. They, they try to make it easier for you to write by giving right. you some sort of like thematic something or other, you know, but, but like yeah. you said, I mean, even with a theme, I'm like, I don't, I don't care sometimes. I'm just going <laughs> to scribble because I just feel like scribbling, right. you know. And if, this is Aaron Condren. So for those of you who know Aaron Condren, Aaron Condren started with calendars. That was her big thing. And she's been around oh, for wow. years and years and years. I mean, everywhere you look and she's got these hard books with spiral bound. Um, and it's all about, you know, doing your calendar and stuff. So she's expanded obviously into journaling and all the other stuff. And again, I, I don't think, you know, these are beautiful flowers that might be more female centric. I don't know. Um, maybe guys like the flowers too. I, this actually, to be honest, does nothing for me. I don't, I tend not to like the flowery kind of stuff, but you know, there's something for everyone. And the next thing, this is actually <laughs> funny because when, <laughs> when you, when you showed me that I went, Oh my gosh, I have one too. I have like the exact same one. And um, what's cool about these guys is that especially in this world of um, excessive use of things and we throw things away and, and we're constantly throwing things away and, and not being able to save stuff. This is a refillable one. So you're able to buy like an inexpensive, like notebook thing. And then you put it inside this beautiful, you know, hard, you know, leather kind of case for people that like stuff like that. But then again, you know, you might just be like me and like the, um, you know, the dog notebook. Uh, I just look at this and think like Indiana Jones, Lord of the Rings. Like this is right. something they carry around in their backpack while they were, you know. Yeah. I, don't know. I, 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 I just thought it was cool. Again, I know when I was looking at journals, I remembered you had one, and yeah, you have the one with the the designs this has and sketch stuff. Paper. This has sketching paper in it, which you know, for I was thinking that maybe I should do like art in here. Not that I do art, but maybe I should do art in here. There's another one that I want to share that you had picked out, and actually. For those of us who are just plain Jane, you know, we're business oriented. We don't want the frills. And this is me. I would much prefer just to have a simple black notebook, period. End of story. Uh, and this is an Amazon uh, version. This is their notebooks. Uh, very inexpensive. We put all the links into the, um, the chat, you know, for you to check it out. We want to say, but wait, there's more. Really, truly, when you go in there, just Google journals. I you mean, can look up the composition notebooks we found earlier that we my composition notebooks back in the day. And because we were talking, I like to do bullet journaling and that's mm -hmm. instead of having lines or squares, a grid, it literally has dots in it. And it, because okay. it, it, it doesn't like make me say, well, that I have to like, 
uh, draw in a straight line or I can't make a picture. You can do everything in a, in a, a, a dot journal. So that's one of my favorites. Now, you don't really journal, though, right? That's not your thing. Not to the extent that somebody's supposed to journal. I, I like I my list of things to do. So every night we we write down our to do list for the next day. Right. That's the extent of of journaling. Um, I have sketched like uh, you know, Chris has a couple sketchbooks, and we did a thirty day challenge once where every day was a different picture to draw, and it was fun. But yeah, it's it's a habit that for me I didn't get into fully compared to the exercising and the meditation right. when it comes to, right. you know. So a, an easy way then to start for everyone who is who is saying, just like it, this is not really my thing, start small then. And literally at the end of the day, write down three things, again, with the idea of staying in the now. Right. What are And three I think question number three, the best way to, right. as going into it, is how do you make this stick? Um, and I think this goes to kind of something we talked about yesterday, uh, the make your bed book, the, uh, right. the Admiral who wrote that story right. where right. he started by saying, make your bed every day and you will find within the week, you're just making your bed because you're making your bed. It just becomes right. a thing. So how do you make it a habit? Now, this is the hard one. And this one is one that I will admit, I'm not the professor of perfect habits, but for me, especially with the morning exercise, and now it's been almost, um, it'll be two months on the 15th here, you just kind of, you go into it as a way to, to again, focus on, on the present, what you're doing. Right. right. If it doesn't stick after a few days, cool. Pick something else that might do it. But I think the best way is trial and error to make the habit stick. Right. Um, whether it's for you walking the dog for me, uh, just doesn't, you know, for me, it doesn't happen. I'd like to do that again. You know, it was fun taking the dogs out. It right. just, I haven't done it in so long. It, you know, right. but how do you make it a habit? I mean, I think it's up to you how you guys are going to make it a habit. And I think it's just, um, the more you do it. It's a commitment to yourself. Commitment. And it's actually the 30 day challenge thing might be a great way or the 21 day challenge thing. Go online and look up a easy 21 day challenge. There's the smoothie challenge there's the push-up challenge you know and all it is literally one thing and all it asks you to do is it says for 10 minutes do whatever right whatever it is or for 21 days have a smoothie you don't have to make it just have a smoothie so pick something that you probably can start easy on and once you kind of get ingrained that i can do one thing put something else down put something else down um I was I'm at, at this point, I'm able to push myself enough to make myself do what I want to do because I'm so you know obsessed with the now. Right. So for me, it's a little bit easier, but I know it's hard for a lot of people. You know, I have anxiety as well. I have ADD. You don't get focused. And when you're not right. focused, you kind of just like. Right. It's hard. It is. It's hard. It's hard to get into it. And, and again, for me, my dog, you know, Christopher looks at me like, what do you mean you're not going to take me today? So he guilts me into it, but I'm so glad when I do it that it's it's that little push. It's like, okay, I can't disappoint. I'm, I wanted to ask you a question. So I do this on my own. As you know, dad is not a journaler and he doesn't meditate and isn't any right. of this stuff. You do a lot of things with Krista, your wife. Do you think that that makes it easier for you as an individual oh, yeah. if you have a partner in this? And that's what I want to share because if that's it, find yourself a partner to do something like this. Right. No, definitely. It, it makes a difference. Your, your uh, accountability is the word I use. Right. Um, you're doing it not only for you, but for the other person. It could be your spouse. It could be a family member. It could be a friend, right. whoever it is. It could be your dog. I mean, how, 
you'll laugh, but people on YouTube literally will yoga or work out with their dogs because that's their, that's their other, that's their plus one. Yeah. Um, but yes, when it comes to having somebody there, even if, you know, for some reason, if she's not well and can't do it, I'm still going to do it because I just picture her right there in the chair next to me doing right. it with me as I'm doing it. Right. So if you can do it with somebody, right. um, you can do it via, you know, Zoom if you can't get to somebody, you know, right. I know because I know like you were baking the bread via Zoom right. and stuff like right. that. Whatever you got to do, whether it's in person or on the computer or whatever. Um, get a buddy. Find, find a partner to do it with. Right. Doesn't matter who, someone <laughs> that you like to do things with. Uh, but I'm actually glad you asked that because it, it came to mind and my, my therapist always asked that too. Like, is it easier to do a task with your significant other? I'm like, yes, resounding yes. It makes all the difference in doing And it, That's funny. Yeah. And it's funny because for me, I would rather do it myself only because other than the dog, obviously, but you know, cause I don't, I just want, I just rather do it myself and I'm motivated to do it on my own. I don't know what I would do if I had to depend on somebody else at this point, because now I'm on their time and they have, you know, that kind of thing. You guys have a really special relationship going there. And I, I envy that to be honest, obviously there's lots of different ways that we can stay in the now. Yes. So we want to encourage you guys to go out and take a look at that link of, of, of different journals. Check out Eckhart Tolle. I mean, he's he started the whole thing, The Power of Now. Go check it out. Um, and and it's, it's in that list. So you can go check out the book. Any last thoughts, Rob, about just getting motivated to stay in the now, even though the world wants us to move forward? Um, just turn off the outside. Um, the only voice that really is important is, you know, you, your significant other, your family. But even then, though, you know, look at the look at the reasoning why you want to do what you're doing now. And like almost every life quote out there, it always ends with, you know, do it now or you're not going to do it. So right, all those people right. are famous for some reason. But but in <laughs> seriousness, though, I mean, um Look, you know, listen to what you want to do. And you'll notice that in order to get it done, you got to stay present. Right. You got to focus on the moment. You'll get to where you, uh, what is it? You'll get to where you want to go. You just have to, I think that's a Dr. Seuss quote. The journey. There's so yeah. many quotes coming through my head right. now. Right, right, um, But yeah, focus on what you're doing now and you will easily get to what you want um, by focusing on the moment. And, and because I'm into technology and I love this kind of stuff, um, we decided to play around today with a QR code. And what that means is pick up your phone and put it on the camera mode and reverse it so that it's on the screen and take your camera and literally just kind of position it in front and it will take you over to Amazon. It will take you over to that link to where the books are. You don't even have to do anything. It's like auto magic. It's very, very cool. Let us know what you think about QR codes. We've, we have never done this before. We thought it'd be kind of fun. We also want to let you know that, as we always do, um, that if you are having a challenge right now and you need to reach out, reach out. This is, this is not, you know, don't be ashamed. We have 988, call the number. They will route you to wherever you are and, and somebody will be there to assist you. Very, very important. And also, as you know, we always talk about some resources online. We have the NIMH, which is the uh, leading federal agency for research on mental disorders. And we have NAMI which is um, the National Alliance on Mental Health. Both of those organizations can help. 
So if you need to get some um, information and some help for yourself or somebody else in your family, please make sure you look at these resources. Rob, you can find everywhere on almost every social media, almost. Uh, you can find him on YouTube and LinkedIn and Twitter and Twitch. Just put in his name or Altered Universe. You can find me everywhere as well. Just put in my name, as we like to say, we are everywhere. We want to tell you to go out, give somebody an awesome day, and we'll see you next week on the next Minding Your Mental Health. Goodbye, everyone.